Hey, welcome back. Um, it is season one, episode 10 of the We Miss Marty podcast. As always, I have Laura. Laura, how are you? Good, good. How are you? I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm making it. You know, hey, it's, it's life. You know, we're still in the COVID time, so we're dealing. But hey, it's good. It's good to be here with you talking about Frasier. Um, I, I, I got the episode right. I'm, I'm really proud of myself. Uh, I think two weeks ago, I thought we were in episode 15, but this week it's episode 10. Uh, oops. And, and thanks to Hulu and watching previous episodes and it not stopping. I think I've watched this episode 500 times the last two weeks. So I'm up and I'm ready to go. Um, where should we start here with oops? Um, you know, I, I kind of want to start about with the whole basic of, you know, this episode. You know, I liked it. Maybe it was because I've seen it, I feel like, a billion times the last two weeks. I thought it taught a good lesson. I mean, you know, we've worked in the workplace now for, you know, 20 plus years. You know, we've all heard gossip. We've all probably said stuff we shouldn't gossip wise over our career. I almost felt it, there was funny parts of it. I almost felt it was like a good object lesson for me to say, hey, this is why gossip's bad and why you shouldn't gossip. I don't know. Am I looking at it too seriously? I mean, I liked the episode, but I felt like I was, it was like, it was almost after school, especially more to me. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I wrote down a lot of like office type stuff in my notes. Yeah. Um, one thing was uh, I did not like the way that Roz went after Frazier for, you know, sharing the gossip. I mean, first of all, he didn't tell him. He was like slinking around, uh, Bulldog was slinking around in the background and heard him talking to Father Mike. Um, so, I mean, it's not like he walked up to him and said, hey, I heard you were losing your job. He was giving him advice, you know? Yeah do and how to handle it. Why don't you have a conversation with them? And Bulldog just goes off and decides to start screaming at him. You know, typical Bulldog. Um, but I mean, Bulldog's reaction kind of you know, you can you can see the difference in the time frame. You know, he's employed in media. So my guess is back then it was probably a little easier to get a job than it is now in media. <laughs> yeah. Know? No matter how how PO'd you are in the job, you and I aren't walking into our boss's office and screaming at him and, and putting someone's head through a wall, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and also, too, like I was thinking, was it Arthur Miller, I think, the, the character name, right, of the boss? Uh, or Mr. Miller? Oh, actually. Okay. Miller, but I don't remember the first name. He, he was, it was a very different type of boss. I mean... I've worked with some demanding, controlling people, I guess, over my career. You don't see that as much now. And I think part of our changing, uh, the, the way we treat people and how we're trying to treat people better. Like, you know, Mr. Miller, well, let's call him the boss. That it, that wouldn't be tolerated this day. And But, you know, it's funny, too, because it sounded like Mr. Miller was very – fire happy, like you say, you let a secretary go, they had to make cuts and everything. Mm -hmm. I think in our lives, back when that show premiered, 
you know, we're in the journalism industry, and there's been more cuts happening in recent years in journalism. I think at that time, yeah, people would get fired, and sometimes people would get let go. It was very different back then, where I know at the place that you and I worked together, I can't think of anybody that was let go when we were there, unless I missed it. You know, maybe someone just left, and I didn't realize they were let go. Um, nowadays, it's so much more commonplace that it almost wouldn't be gossip and those the secrets are almost being hidden there. I, I agree. I, I guess what I'm trying to say it was a very different time back then. And I think like right now, yeah, if there was news of someone being let go, yeah, that might be gossip, but it's almost to be expected now in certain places in our circles where yeah. it wasn't in the past. Yeah. Um, in radio, you worked in radio, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, radio is notorious. Oh yeah, yeah. It has been no for um, a lot of change in you know programming, you know, change in you know DJs and you know people like you know people who have shows. So I mean, Frazier's brand new to that business, so he didn't know it. But you know, even uh, his first name is Ned, by the way. Ned. Oh, Ned. Okay. he even like alluded to that with him, you know, this is a business where you just, you're always at risk of losing your job, you know? So, um, it's not that big of a surprise. Well, and I kind of looked at it too of, if you put your, and it didn't sound like Ned Miller was coming down to talk to the employees often. It, it seemed like from the way that the office was set up, but it was like, I don't know, my management training, my, my wore the management shoes is, you almost try, you don't want that to linger on. Like, if you have to do that, do it. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, sit there and let, you know, you don't want um, discussions like that to fester because, you know, it, it didn't help morale there. It didn't help out things in general. And I'm sure they didn't know upstairs that there was all kinds of crazy gossip going on uh, downstairs. Um, yeah, but so, like I said, it was a good after-school special. I mean, I, I'm not the gossipy type. I'm sure I've gossiped in my career, but, um, you know, it was a, a good way of, of saying, hey, this is why you shouldn't gossip. Or maybe we should play this episode with new employees, you know? <laughs> Watch this. This is why you shouldn't do this. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it's not, it's not a bad idea. I mean, currently in the situation we're in now, um, there's no, there is no gossip, office gossip unless you're talking to people like via text, you know. Yes, yes. It's like a dream come true for eliminating rumors and stuff. But, you know, it could go the other way, you know, where people can make up stuff, you know, just to start a rumor. Well, I think we've talked about this before. I mean, what a different time we're in because usually, like, you're sitting there at the office and if people walk away, you have a conversation or the boss calls somebody in, you're always wondering, oh, what's going on? Are they being commended or they're being yelled at or whatever else case might be? We don't see that here. You know, it doesn't happen that much. <laughs> we just kind of live in our own little silos. It's, it's a different time for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. It was interesting. Like, you know, they talked, and I think this goes back to what we were talking about originally about how you look for signs. Like they were saying, hey, you know, uh, when they said it might have been Bulldog, they said, hey, they pulled this expense, expense budget and all this other stuff and everything. And, and again, I, I, I mean, there were funny parts of the show, but this show was almost like, hey, take a look at your life. Are you gossiping at work? <laughs> Here's why you shouldn't. 
hopefully you haven't caused that much of a, a problem. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting, and we're in the communications business as well. Um, you know, you're in a management role. I'm kind of in a, I guess, middle management support type role. And it, it's funny, the longer we get in the career and the more higher up we go in, in, in office, it's funny. Frazier has a higher role, I guess, being a radio host. And, you know, if you're gossiping about somebody and somebody quits over it, man, Bulldog is like the highest sports uh, talk radio host in Seattle. That's not the person you want to gossip about. Like, I think Frazier kind of put himself out there because it's like at your, your place of work. You don't want to gossip and make your top-rated reporter walk out or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I mean, even more reasons why I guess you shouldn't gossip. You know, it's I, I was just thinking about something that um, related to Roz again. She, when she found out what the meeting was about, you know, and she came back down, it was when he kissed her and all that, you know? Yeah. And, um, she made no attempt to clear up what the story was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She knew what it was from going upstairs to the payroll or whatever. But she made no attempt to tell Frazier, you know what? This is good news. You know, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not Bulldog, you know? And and you're right. She went right on Frazier as soon as that came out. You know, it was almost like the. Yeah, if I scream at you right away, then I guess you'll assume it's your fault. Maybe that was her attitude toward it. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that was interesting, too. And, and I know we're kind of going out a little bit out of order on this episode, but one of the things that kind of bothered me, I mean, hey, looking at the whole series of Frasier, I like the characters. I don't dislike any of the main characters, but, man, I, I was disliking a bunch of people in this episode. Um, Niles, at the beginning, you know, he and Frasier having the conversation, then um, the radio co-workers walk in, and, you know, Chopper Dave's talking. And, you know, Chopper Dave is having to speak up because he's in a helicopter and everything. Yeah. I did not like how Niles looks at Frazier. Yes, yeah. it was funny. Yes, this is a comedy. Yeah. But, you know, he's like, who is this man yelling at me? Well, which How condescending is that for, a cho- for Chopper Dave, you know? Yeah. I like Chopper Dave. I think he's yeah. Um. There was something else that Miles did before that that I can't believe you ignored. Oh, what's that? It was far more offensive. Mm-hmm. That would never happen today. Um, when he introduced him to Hetty. Oh, um, yes, yes. Yeah, I know you're talking. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, he was yes. trying to be cool, and, you know, he said, you know, uh, you know something kind of pretty racist, you know? to him um and there was no you know need nobody well teddy didn't say anything either which was kind of troubling he should have right and frazier didn't say anything to correct him for saying something like that i mean i think the the reaction was probably enough for for niles to not say it again (laughs) but i you know i i wrote down Yikes. <laughs> yeah, and office conversation was different, obviously, in the, in the 90s than it w- would be today for those who are still working in office. 
Uh, but yeah, that seemed like something that you probably get in trouble for back in the nineties too, right? I would, yeah, I would think, yeah. I mean, well, I, it just made no sense, you know, for him to say it. I mean, he automatically went to the racial area, yeah, rather than you know, hi Teddy, what do you do? You know, nothing. You know, it's just immediately to this racist remark. Well, and that makes me think, like, uh, a similar show like The Office. I've heard interviews recently with Steve Corral where, you know, they all keep bugging him. Are you come back, going to come back to re a reboot or something? And, you know, Corral always talks about, well, that humor wouldn't fly today. And, yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't fly in 2021. But at least in The Office, there was always some pushback. Like, I think of back into the second episode where there's a lot of jokes about Chris Rock should Michael do a Chris Rock routine in the office? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was crazy he would say that in the office, but at least in the office, there was somebody saying, hey, you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, hey, go, Michael, go, Michael. And I think that humor can work today with that. And you're right, in, in the Frasier, there just wasn't any pushback at all. Like, hey, that was odd. That was weird, you know? Mm -hmm. You would have had to get in trouble about that in the 90s. I know... We talked a little bit differently back then, but that I, I can't believe that would be acceptable back then. Yeah. And, you know, even Teddy could have said something. I mean, that, that yeah. Like, he walked away, which probably, you know, isn't a bad thing to do. You know? Right. So. Well, and I know we're diving way too deep. We get too much discussion about this. Do you walk away like, all right, conversation over, or do you walk away ticked off? Who knows, you know? Well, I made a face. Yeah, that's true. Um, so... There were a couple things that made me made me laugh, but I was like, you know, kind of got under my skin in this episode. <laughs> One was Father Mike was you know, he, he's portrayed as this like in, angelic guy, you know. Yeah. He and Fraser both were like angling for the parking space, you know, <laughs> to be you know detriment. I mean, didn't care. I mean. At the early in early in the episode like this, didn't care at all that you know somebody else was going to lose his job, you know. <laughs> well, in yeah. later and yeah. later once like Bulldog quit, you know they have Father Mike replace him on the sports show. Yeah. Hey, funny joke, but I think it was way too easy of a joke to make. Where uh, you know Martin was talking about listening. To the yeah. show, and all you yeah. want to do is talk about Notre Dame. I mean, again, easy joke to make, but yeah. come on, it's not like all priests are just into Notre Dame and nobody else. You know, come no, on. It's pretty fun. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah I, I, fine I, joke. Most of the times that that came out, yeah, because so he's like, he's you know, he's like one of those people who just doesn't like Notre Dame. You know, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of Catholic people that don't like Notre Dame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like they get, you know, everything handed. Yes, yes. <laughs> but um, Chopper Dave, I think, is very hilarious. And yeah. I wish he would have had more of a role in the show. You know, yeah. especially, like, toward, I forget. It was, they were all back at the station when um oh it was when he can he ducked his head he tucked his head into the into the boot and said the rumor is that he quit <laughs> that uh bulldog quit and, and he yells it's very hush hush yes yes i thought that was hilarious um 
you know, a this was a very minor Marty and Daphne episode again. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, but Daphne, you know, Daphne is becoming, in my mind, I mean, we're only 10 episodes in, but Daphne's like a very, is an MVP in this series. You know, mm -hmm. she, I mean, she had the, she had a couple of fantastic lines in the show where she was mm -hmm. talking about the guy the boss and his him screwing around on his wife on his wife. <laughs> and then she said something else and she's like, Ooh, I'm on fire today. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was very funny. <laughs> but Marty really didn't Marty all he did was, you know, offer people pickles and uh you know give Fraser a hard time because he you know, very much a supporting role, we'll put it that way, in that episode. I, I like the part when Niles comes over and, you know, he's trying to get Daphne to fix something, but, yeah, it's obvious, clear. He wants yeah. to be close again. to Daphne. And, you know, Daphne's not home. And he... Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, don't know, sorry. Um, I think you just faded in and out a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back. Sorry. Yeah. Technology, um, Wi-Fi, and COVID times is very interesting. But yeah, you're right. It goes back to the how. How didn't Daphne ever know? You know, before later in the series that Niles liked her. Um, I, I was saying that I liked the um, part of the episode when. Um, Niles came over to visit Daphne. Daphne wasn't home. And, you know, very awkward conversation between uh, Niles and um, Marty. And Marty pretty much like, hey, you know, if you're not comfortable, you can just go. And, you know, Niles got all mad and just went, you know, I, I thought that was funny. And then immediately when Daphne comes in, she's like, would you like to stay for dinner? Of course, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's not offended anymore. He's not busy. Suddenly, he can stay for dinner, and you know Marty, of course, just shakes his head because he knows, you know. It, it, yeah, that interaction between Marty and uh, Niles. I, I was a little kid. My parents um, had to do something in the afternoon, so they dropped the kids off to this lady in the church. And you know, it's a nice old lady in the church. She reads books all day, so she's trying to read the stories. And the Steelers game's on, and. You know how I am about the Steelers. I start twitching, and uh, I'm, like, looking at the TV. And I'm, I'm 10 years old, so I don't have a cell phone to follow the game or whatever. And the kind old lady said, hey, I got a TV downstairs. You can ever watch the game. And I tried to say, ooh, um, and I walked downstairs. I kind of felt like Niles in that case. So, yeah, very, very difficult. Um, You know, I understand why Marty told uh, Frazier – Hey, you gotta go try and get his job back because, you know, the premise of the show is, you know, everyone's thinking it's uh, Bulldog who's going to get fired. Uh, Bulldog overhears his conversation, says, "Hey, it's me." He gets all mad. He's ready to go up to Ned Miller's office and tell him off. Okay, say, "Hey, you know, I'm just going to quit before you fire me." And you know, Ross finds out, "Hey, he's going to get a national show." So you know, little awkward conversation. Frazier tries to stop it. By the time Frazier stops it, um, you know, Bulldogs is in the office yelling, 
they're fighting. It's it's all crazy times and everything. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate what Marty said. Hey, you gotta try to get his job back. Uh, to me, it almost seemed like the damage was done. You know, I mean, what was going to happen there? You know, I mean, he just felt he was just guilty. You know, he just felt guilty and felt like he had to do something. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he didn't want him staying overnight at his house any longer. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Let's be honest. I, 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 I just thought, you know, Mario was trying to be nice, but I didn't think about it that way. That could be true, too. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so Mario wasn't being chivalrous. Mario's like, hey, I need that in my space, you know? Yeah. Um, like, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, that blew my mind. I was almost thinking about as Mario was just trying to be overly kind. And yeah, that's the right thing to do, but. Yeah, Ned Miller, I don't think Ned's going to be like, oh, sorry, you know, he can have his job back. I mean, Ned tried to do that, but, you know, it, it, you know, it didn't work. Um, what did you think about the end of the episode? You know, uh, Frazier was trying to think of somebody else was going to get fired. It turns out to be Frazier. Mm -hmm. uh, but then Ned gets the call. They're going to fire him. And Frazier makes some silly jokes about, hey, everyone gets fired. And Ned felt bad and said, I should have fired you when I had the chance. Yeah. Um, he, their boss was a jerk. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, uh, um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He's a jerk. Um, he was, he took, I'm trying to remember, right? Um, Bulldog took a, took a swing at him and missed, right? Yeah. And then threw one of his awards that went into the wall, right? Which made the hole. And said something mean about the wife, <laughs> which was one of, another one of my favorite lines in the whole show. Like, he said, My wife is a big fat slut. And Frazier said, Your wife is not fat. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this. You know, we're in different business. We're in, you know, the news, you know, digital publication business, not radio. But I can't think of a time. And I've, I've worked in really crazy situations before in newspapers throughout my career. I can't think of a time where there was a, a fight or a near fight. Have you ever seen anything like that? Um, I have never, but I know that there were some at the place where we used to work Ooh. together. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like major media people. Oh wow! He became a major media paper people after they left the paper. Oh wow! And um, you know, I, I mean, physical fights. No, um, you know, I've seen. Uh, I mean, I've seen people like stuff at each other and you know, throw things at each other and yeah. You know that kind of stuff, but nothing like you know. Not, I've never seen anybody go after the boss, you know, like that. So. I we had somebody, and you might know this person. They're, they're not. I don't think they're fully able for we work at now, but uh, they used to be worked at, and I never would have thought he would have been a fighter. What bothered me was it was very, how, how do you say it? Aggressive cursing. A lot of people can curse you know, throughout their shift or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you live with it, it's fine. 
but uh, this um, man, I'll put that way. We'll, we'll break we'll break down the percentages a little bit. Uh, he was very aggressive in the cursing, where it was almost like angry cursing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. threatening cursing, where yeah, sometimes people just cuss and they just cuss and you deal with it. But this was almost like a cursing where you think, oh man, he's gonna come over and start hitting people. Now he never did to his credit, but it, it, that was kind of bothering. So, but yeah, I've never seen a a full out fight. I know people have gotten angry with each other, but I've never seen that before. So, very strange. So, overall, did you like it? I mean, I think we're yeah, I do. I did like it. I like. I mean, I like most fighting games. I can't say because I don't remember all of them, but I was gonna say I like all the bulldog episodes. Um, yeah. Just because he's so, I mean, last week was it was the last week's one where he knocked on Fraser's forehead, you know, and told him, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of stuff that I like, you know, and the way he like when he was yelling about his Sonics tickets, you know, where, yes. else, where are they? You know, it's a pretty common thing for him, but I mean, it's just you know this aggressiveness of his that just makes me laugh, you know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I haven't seen anything else about the reboot. I think we're still uh, waiting on news of that. You know, we always think it's, you know, Niles coming back or Daphne or um, Roz. What about Bulldog? I, I, no one's ever asked about Bulldog. I wonder if Bulldog would come back to that. You know what's funny is I don't remember. I should. I'll, I'll have to bow to you on this one. Is he on? Come in and the series? I don't remember. Oh, ah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and if he left, like if he wasn't on, it was never addressed. Like they never killed him off or say, hey, he got fired or whatever. Um, I, I do know over the summer, well, or, or the spring, I mean, I, I think we're still at the end of the summer, but over the spring, I was watching a couple of Frasier reunions that they've done during COVID, and he's been on both. So, I mean, he seems to be on friendly terms. Um, and, you know, we've said this in the past. I mean, you know, I think on both ones, they said, hey, would you ever do a reboot? And it wasn't just Frazier. Everyone else was like, yeah, why not? And so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, what year did it end, Frazier? Oh, boy, good question. Is it 2004? Because that's how long IMDb says he was on. I wouldn't have any reason to doubt that. Yeah. Just 53 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you play a big role. And I think he would be, it'd be interesting to see if they could bring him back. And, you know, even if he can't bring back one of the stars, you know, I mean, I think he well, could have a place in it, you know. So. As, the, as an older, I mean, he's in the actor himself, Dan Butler. Yeah. Is, um, he's in his mid 60s. Now. Oh yeah. Um, so he was he was born. Let's see. He would be sixty-seven, I think. Now. <laughs> so. It it, it is ridiculous. Um, I my wife and I were always watching a concert of some pop stars we liked as kids, and we were just looking at each other last night. Uh, it was on YouTube and. We said, how old do we think these people are? And they're like, oh, in their 60s now. I'm like, man, never sign that we're getting old when people we liked as kids that were pretty young back then are now in their 60s. It's just ridiculous. So, 
Yeah. yeah, let's get yeah, let's get this reboot made soon. We're, we might be losing some people. Yeah, <laughs> let's start let's start filming it before people um, die off or something. I mean, we need we need it back. So, all right. Well, let's take a look at what we're talking about next week. Um, I'm sure I've seen it a million times. But I just want to make sure I got the episode right. Um, let's see. It is. Um, I forget which one it is now. Um, let's see. Next episode. Yeah, Death Becomes Him. Um, you know, Marty needs to go to the doctor, but once they get to the doctor, uh, Marty's doctor dies, which leads Fraser to do some self uh, soul searching uh, about his life and everything. So, good episode. This is a good Mark. This is a good. Uh, this is a good Niles episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and but yeah. also a very good moment for Fraser in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be talking about it next week. But. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, the older we're getting, I'm in my mid forties now, and hey. You start to think about that stuff, you know? So I can, um, yeah, I can definitely understand that. So, all right. Any other thoughts about Frasier or anything else <laughs> before we go? No, not really. Yeah. No, a good episode. I'm looking for the, I, I like how we're, we're getting this series started. I, I'm ready for the action to kind of move forward, but it's good to see how, Everything is started, and kind of like the origin stories for everybody. So I'm enjoying the ride so far. And uh, until uh, Netflix figures out what's doing this, uh, Seinfeld, uh, this ride could go for a while. And it's a good ride to be on. So. Yeah. It's a different, you know, we talked about this last week. It's a very different conversation than it was with Frasch, with uh, Seinfeld. Yes. I think there's deeper topics here. There's yeah. Deeper topics in Seinfeld, but it's really hard to get to them. Because there's just so much craziness and, you know. Well, like I said, it just seems like when you're really tracking the show, if you're trying to analyze it, not just watch it, it's like a three-ring circus. I mean, you're following a, a billion different things with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is good doing a little bit more deeper dive. And that's what uh, Frazier seems to be, which I like. It's good. All right. Well, more as always, thank you. We'll see you next week uh, for Death Becomes Him. We're going to talk death. How exciting is that? <laughs> I'm depressed already thinking about this, but we'll, we'll do our best to try and make it fun. As always, thanks for listening to Mar- uh We miss Marty Podcast, and we'll see you next week. For Laura, this is Chris. We'll talk soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.